Welcome to Today's Issues, offering a Christian response to the issues of the day. Here's your host, Tim Wildman, President of the American Family Association. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Today's Issues here on the American Family Radio Network. Thank you for listening to AFR on this Thursday, September the 9th. Tim Wildman here with Fred Jackson. Good morning, Fred. Good morning. Great to be here. And good morning to Chris Woodward. Good day. How are you, sir? I'm well. That was my, I worked on that really hard. That was my Paul Harvey. Oh, oh. I recognize that. Good day. Good day. Uh, all right, so a lot to talk about today, and we welcome you to join us. Uh, if you want to on the Internet, Facebook or YouTube, just simply type in Today's Issues, and you can watch the live video stream there uh, of the show. We also archive it, podcast it. and uh, Let's see, what else do we do? Fred, can you think of anything else we do there? Uh, well, yeah, don't, the show? don't forget the app. Yeah, the app. The app is wonderful. Yeah. I've come to depend on that. I, I don't know. We have so many people listening now on the AFR app. You know, it's so cool because you don't, you don't have to have a radio station necessarily. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can listen anywhere you want to in the world with the American Family Radio app. So check that out. And then, of course, the podcast. Make the show, this show and other shows here on AFR available anytime. Mm-hmm. So go and, uh, and to the AFR.net, AFR.net website, and connect with the um, – the podcast. All right. Uh, what's leading the news this morning? Well, something a lot of people are already talking about, even though it's not scheduled to happen until uh, late this afternoon. At 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 o'clock Central today, President Joe Biden is going to lay out what's being called a six-pronged plan to combat COVID-19 and really go after the Delta variant. Six the, prongs. Six prongs. Does anybody here really think he's going to be able to get through six prongs? <laughs> um, uh. <laughs> I don't do I don't see any hands raised to cakewalk, uh, uh, but uh, I would say it's uh, the jury's out on that one. Um, yeah, they they've called the plan, haven't they? Um, we're going to stick it to you unless you get stuck. There you go. Yes, <laughs> is that the, is that the name of the program? We're going to stick Fred's it to the that, very end. That that's that's what Fred's calling okay. it. <laughs> Fred Fred's just Canadian. giving a, a common man's Listen, name. So, Canada is known for its comedians. <laughs> yes. But now, all right. So seriously. Mm. Uh, Seriously, folks. Yes. President Biden mm-hmm. this afternoon yes. is go go before the world and tell us his six point plan to to do what? Yeah, Combat to, to, to end the virus. To end the virus. Yeah. Now, mind you, he had a plan, and that's why he wanted people to yes. vote for him. He said he was going to end the virus. Back, remember he, when he was running for president? He was criticizing President Trump. And he was saying he was going to when he got in there. By golly, the virus going to go away still with us but uh so far hasn't worked so what would you want to you want to highlight uh, yes you want to preempt the president with what his program is going to be i'd be happy to uh details are still forthcoming uh-huh. fox says that it's uh short on substance we don't know exactly what he's going to say like to the letter but this is how cnn is reporting it today the administration's six-pronged plan will focus on vaccinating the unvaccinated Further protecting the vaccinated through booster shots. (laughs) 
Further Man, protecting, that's thinking outside the box right there, isn't it? Further protecting the vaccinated through booster shots, keeping schools open. Which many of them already are. Booster shots with the CDC and yes. the World Health Organization are opposed to. But right. go ahead. He also wants to increase testing and uh, require masks, uh, economic recovery. Wow. He's going to talk on that and uh, improving care for those with COVID-19. Fred just mentioned here a minute ago that uh, some people are <sighs> reporting, speculating that uh, he might actually require all federal employees to get the shot. Yeah, uh, we'll Yahoo, find out more today. Yahoo News just reported that in the last ten minutes. What? That all federal employees, according to Yahoo News, the Biden plan includes all federal employees must be vaccinated. He can't do that. No, that that's not going to work. Do, he can't do that. He <laughs> ain't going to work. Huh? Matt Staver and other people have already. I've, we've done a lot of stories with Matt Staver and other uh, attorneys. Uh, Matt Staver of Liberty Council on the requirements for uh, federal employees, hospitals, staff, stuff like that to get vaccinated. Matt is of the opinion that it's not legal. Uh, so you were not the only one to say he can't do that. The pr- so the press telling me. Is this going to be a part of his announced plan this afternoon? Well, that's how Yahoo is reporting it. Fox hasn't gone that far, or at least they hadn't uh, going into the show. We'll find out more today. I would not be shocked because the president has already said that we're going to withhold federal funds to nursing homes and hospitals with elderly patients All if right. nursing okay, okay, people then. are not vaccinated. If we're going to follow this consistently, if, in fact, President Biden this afternoon is going to announce that all federal employees must be get the jab or, or, or be fired, right? Mm-hmm. That's what he's going to announce? Is that is that what Yahoo's reporting? That, that's what Yahoo News is reporting. Okay. If that's true, then why stop there? What what you need to do then, and don't don't misunderstand me, folks. I'm not advocating for what I'm about to say, okay? I'm just I'm pointing out uh where this could be headed. We need to tell everybody that gets a social security check, either they get the jab or they get cut off the social security because that is a federal government program mm-hmm. funded by funded and administrated by the federal government. The people who get the social security checks are recipients of said program. So you tell them, You tell all the Social Security people across the country who recipients, no more, unless you get the can show us you get the shot. Uh, Furthermore, any people who contract with uh, the federal government in any way, shape, or form, all their employees must be vaccinated, uh, get the shot, or uh, they don't longer have be able to make do, do business with the federal government. I'm just you see where I'm going with this. Oh, absolutely. This is this is where this is headed. Seems to me, uh, if 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 Biden's allowed to get away with that, I, I I don't I think that's just blatantly unconstitutional. And but I'm not a constitutional well, lawyer. Well, you know, I was talking about this with Fred prior to the show. Um, this is the same president that this summer extended the uh, eviction moratorium and said it's probably illegal, but it's worth it. Yeah, he knew he knew it was illegal and unconstitutional, but he went rogue. He didn't he didn't follow the. Uh, well, science of the Constitution. Here's another factor. I don't know. They've talked about this at the White House. We we have reported uh, that the reluctance to get, <clears throat> pardon me, a vaccination has been very high in America's black community. Right. Uh, a good deal of resistance in that community. Right. So are you telling me 
Mr. President, that you're willing to risk a large constituency of Democrat voters because a lot of uh, many black folks are federal employees at various levels. Right. So you're going to tell those people who have voted for you loyally and voted for the Democratic Party loyally, I'm going to fire you unless I unless you take the jab. Well, he may give a special exemption there. Well. You may just say, if you're a person of color, you don't have to follow these rules. But uh, you're gonna have to prove to us you're a person of color. I don't know. This is this is this is uh, unconstitutional in my view. Yes, it's it nutty, is. and it's not America, and it's uh, unconstitutional. So I hope, I hope this is not true. But evidently, if Yahoo's reporting it, they're not exactly considered a right wing news outlet. If they're saying that Biden's going to say all federal employees must get the job, I, I'm kind. of Quite frankly, I'm a little surprised at that because you could potentially lose ten to twenty percent of your workforce. Mm-hmm. Yes, if you for if you make people. Can, can you imagine if you're working for the federal government and let's say you're sixty plus years old, you're two or three years back from retiring? <laughs> I'm I'm out right now. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll take I'll take my federal uh, pension. I'll take my Social Security. I'm gone. So you have a bunch of people quit. There's also reluctance amongst Americans, young people. That resistance is also growing. Why do I need a vaccination? I'm amongst those people who are the least uh, potential to get the virus. Mm-hmm. This, this. Hey, are you? Would you think that uh, natural immunity will qualify as a as a vac- as a quote uh, vaccine shot? I don't think so. And here's the reason why. I'm not. I think the science supports natural immunity. Sure. But you don't hear the Biden administration, you don't hear the CDC, you don't hear Jen Psaki at White House press briefings ever talk about that. It's just the shot. Just the shot. Yeah. It's now, the shot right, or nothing. It is worth mentioning that there might be some, this is why it's important for people to watch, as, as much as they may not want to hear Joe Biden. Uh, it is important for people to watch and really pay attention to what he and other people that work for him are going to say because... Uh, as we've already discussed in this program, when the military said everybody's got to get the Pfizer shot, the military is offering some exemptions. So be sure to listen closely for what, if any, exemptions may be offered. Because in what the military's a, case, a religious religious exemptions. Uh, if yeah. you've uh, if you've got natural immunity, uh, things of that nature. So really, we'll if you got natural that. immunity, that counts for them. That, that was one of the exemptions. That has been one of the policies in the past. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if it applies here. But here's there there may be a little bit of middle ground that you may hear from the president this afternoon. If you don't get the vaccination, we're going to force you to get tested every ten days. Yeah, they 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 might throw that in. That I don't have so much problem with that as I do the vaccine forcing the quote vaccine. Uh, by the way, the 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 according to Thomas Massey, congressman from Kentucky, he tweeted yesterday that the Centers for Disease Control has changed the definition of vaccination. Yeah. Hmm. Did you see this? Oh, yeah. Now, I haven't been to the CDC website, so I can't verify this, but Congressman Massey tweeted it out, so Mm -hmm. maybe he has a link there. I was was looking to see where he 
had a link to it, but uh, tell, tell, tell our listeners what, what the CDC, according to Congressman Massey, did and why it's significant. Well, he outlines uh, how it has changed. Uh, pre, prior to 2015, the CDC's definition of vaccination, injection of a killed or weakened infectious organism in order to prevent, that was the term that was used, right. to prevent the disease, to stop you from getting the disease. That was pre-2015. Yeah. CDC updated it mm-hmm. uh, 2015 to 2021 to say what? All right. They changed it up to uh, last month, August of, 20, of this year. The vaccination definition was the act of introducing a vaccine into the body to produce immunity to a specific disease. So we've gone from pre- to prevent you from getting the disease to produce immunity to the disease. Which, by the way, is how most people think, the vast majority of people think, uh, this is what they think of mm-hmm. when you mention the word vaccine. Yes. Stop you from getting said Polio virus. vaccine. Yes. Yes. Disease or virus that mm-hmm. stops it. That's the way traditionally we've thought uh, about this. Go ahead. Now, apparently, starting this month, they've changed the definition again, according to Congressman Massey. The definition, the brand new definition of the vaccination from the CDC, the act of introducing a vaccine into the body to produce protection from a specific disease. So we've gone from preventing a disease happening to immunity to now protection. Now, why is that significant? I believe that is significant because in order to ensure protection, you have to keep getting all right. It's not going to protect you from, or it's not going to prevent the disease. It's not going to produce immunity to the disease. It's going to produce protection. From like a, a flu specific, shot. Like a flu shot. Um, they're downgrading the definition. And, and, and yeah, downgrading the pre- definition. Again, uh, this is from uh, Thomas Massey, M-A-S-S-I-E. He tweeted this out yesterday. Maybe we can get him on. We'll try to get him on. He's a congressman from Kentucky, and he was citing the definition change of the word vaccination by the CDC. Uh, and only conclusion I can draw from this is they see that the uh, vaccinations are not working very well anymore against the variant yeah the, right the are the the covid we talked okay. about israel right what 75 percent of the people of israel have been vaccinated yet they're in a downturn again mm-hmm. right because of the variant right so uh the the point is they the, the cdc is is watered down the definition of vaccination what they used to have is it prevents you from getting the disease or virus. Is that redundant? Or viruses, diseases, diseases, viruses? Come on. Well, Come it's. On. I why, have why, a why do I see? Why degree. do I see? Uh, why do I see black? Uh, blank stare on your face. <laughs> well, Chris? they 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 the CDC uh, refers to the virus causing a disease. Okay, a disease. So, and then they changed it from 2015 to 2021. Uh, using the word vaccination uh, with the word immunity. And then they just changed the definition again. So 
evidently the science is changing. <laughs> hey, like that. Wow. See what I did there? The science uh, is changing, and, and they say now the act of in- vaccination, September 2021, by the CDC is defined as the act of introducing a vaccine into the body to produce protection from a specific disease. And if Not I- prevention any longer right but protection go ahead uh i just noticed this about uh, thomas massey uh the congressman from the fourth congressional district in kentucky uh he is he has rather a bachelor of science from mit and a master of science from mit hmm. I'd so say he so. like Rand paul has some scientific yep. medical background mm-hmm. uh that i do not possess with my communication degree yeah let me just say again as we've said before uh whether you get one of these shots or not is up to the individual, up to your, and that's the way it should be, up to your, you and your doctor, your family, whatever. So we don't say pro or con about getting the Throw the information out there. But, 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 but uh, oftentimes in this discussion, we see na- nationally and even internationally, it's just one side of the story pre- presented. And I feel like, and we feel like we need to present at least the other side yes. of the story. Happy to do it. Yeah. All right. So the president this afternoon, what, what time will he come on? 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 o'clock Central. It'll be probably late. Riveting TV, would you say, Chris? That's what we're looking at? Well, you're going to pay me to watch it, but I'm still going to watch it because I want to uh, know. Uh, uh, it'll be interesting to see. What, if, if that's all he's going to say, he could do that in a press release because all those ideas that he gave right yeah. there. What, was there anything new or novel in there? Not really. It seemed like it was uh, the same terminology. What about a what about a uh, seven prong step where you could blame Trump some way or another? Well, I'm sure he will probably uh, mention the former president. Uh, the former president, as he sometimes okay. refers to him as. All right. Well, we'll see what he has to say uh, this afternoon. We might need Mr. Ron Biden. to fire up the popcorn machine. You know, I think Ron, he's probably going to announce it. Kamala Harris is going to be studying the root causes of, <laughs> of, you know what I'm saying? She of, handled of, the border of, crisis of, so well. The Why not? Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, you mentioned, uh, you used the phrase international uh, a minute ago. There is something afoot, uh, if you will, in Canada there with the Prime Minister Justin Trudeau not necessarily uh, being very kind to news outlets. Uh, and we have a bit of audio here, but Fred is well-versed on this issue. Fred, tell us what's going on there in uh, Canada. Well, there's a federal election in Canada a week from this coming Tuesday, the 20th of this month. All right? And Justin Trudeau, who has been in office, I think, about six years now, called the election because he believes he's done a fantastic job fighting the uh, coronavirus there and that all the people must love him. Well, apparently not. Uh, he has been greeted by protests by thousands of people in liberal cities like Montreal and Vancouver. Now, here's the story this morning. There was the first of two debates. In Canada, when the leaders have a debate, they do one in French and they do one in English. Last night was the French one. We know that we've seen this in this country, but also in Canada. Uh, The mainstream media, for the most part, the liberal media... They support Biden in this country. They support Trudeau and Trudeau's steps to fight the coronavirus in that country. Well, here's what happened. They have a at least one conservative news outlet in Canada. Uh, it's called Rebel News. I'm not kidding, folks. Trudeau doesn't like the fact that they question his policies on COVID. So he 
through his hand-picked debate commission, said, we're not going to allow any of your reporters in. This is Rebel News. This is a legitimate news agency. We're not going to let any of your reporters into this debate. They went to court to fight this, and a judge said, you don't have a choice. They are a legitimate news agency. They are allowed to participate in this debate like other news agencies in the country. And then listen to this, folks. This is what the Trudeau government then did. We're not going to let you in because uh, we think you need another COVID test. This is what they're saying to a news agency. We want all your reporters to have a new test to verify that you're not COVID positive. They had to go back to court again because guess what? The debate was last night. It takes 24 hours to get the results of the COVID test back. I want you to listen. There was finally a question from one of the rebel reporters last night. Listen to what Prime Minister Trudeau of Canada had to say about this news agency. It is chilling. Cut one. Organizations like yours uh, that continue to spread misinformation and disinformation on the science around vaccines, around how we're going to actually get through this pandemic and be there for each other and keep our kids safe is part of why we're seeing such um, unfortunate uh, anger and lack of understanding of basic science. And quite frankly, your I won't call it a media organization, your group of uh, individuals uh, need to take accountability for uh, some of the polarization that we're seeing in this country. I salute all extraordinary hardworking journalists that put science and facts at the heart of what they do and ask me tough questions every day, uh, but make sure that they are educating and informing Canadians from a broad range of perspectives, which is the last thing that you guys do. So uh, I don't like the way you're reporting on me, so I'm going to try to keep you out of the debate in various ways. But, oh, by the way, you're not following the science. You're misleading people. And I don't like the fact that there are people that don't like me because of what you're reporting. So I don't, I don't even going to call you a news agency. I'm going to call you an organization. Mm-hmm. Well, this is what goes on in totalitarian states. Exactly. Same thing. And it's going on in Australia. Yes. Uh, I guess right now. And we, we see what we see. Uh, it's the same, same type of thing is happening in the U.S., although the U.S. Uh, has uh, at least more open forums uh, to discuss pros and cons mm-hmm. of the public health guidance given to us by our government officials. Uh, but still, it's, it's pretty well... The big, so, the big uh, mainstream media giants and the social media giants pretty much in cahoots and collusion that they will push only the, uh, I guess, the CDC or the left-wing. Um, the, the Democratic Party. The Democratic Party, not really the CDC. The, whatever the Democratic Party says need to be done in the name of protecting people from COVID is what is going to be uh, promoted out there for the most part. Pretty scary. Yeah, yeah. By the way, did you see where the uh, NFL, they just announced uh, the NFL tonight, they uh, have their opening game for the season between the Dallas Cowboys and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Well, there was a singer, a Grammy Award-winning singer. I'm not 
I'm not really up to speed with pop culture anymore. Uh, but there's a Grammy award-winning singer. Her name is Victoria Boyd. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she was canceled yep. because she said she she would not get a shot, a vaccine shot. Mm-hmm. And so citing religious reasons, she said, and this was, game is in Tampa tonight. So the National Football League said, well, then you – you're disinvited to sing the national anthem yeah. tonight. And Even though the players don't have to be vaccinated, correct? There is a policy that's basically, it's not requiring them, but they're being made to because you're going to have to be subjected to all kinds of stuff. If we'll be you back in a minute. Stay with us. In his image, delighting in God's plan for gender and sexuality. I loved it. I loved how biblically sound it was, all the scripture to back it up. The testimonies were very powerful. If it's a prodigal child that has just run away, or one that's caught up in same-sex attraction, there's hope in Jesus. In His Image is now available on DVD and can be purchased in bulk to pass out to friends and family. Order today by visiting afastore.net. In His Image, delighting in God's plan for gender and sexuality is changing hearts and lives. It speaks directly to the power and the grace of God. It gives me hope for people that I know that are struggling. The whole idea of In His Image has moved me. We actually had one gentleman contact us and he said that this film changed his mind about this issue. We had a pastor reach out to us and he said that he'd been struggling with hatred in his heart towards people in the LGBTQ community. And this film helped him to realize he needed to have compassion and show people the love of Christ. We also had this same sex attracted couple contact us and they said after seeing the film, they wanted to live obedient lives for Christ no matter what. And they said, please, Please pray for us. We know this is going to be hard. We've even had people come to faith in Jesus through In His Image. To find out more, visit inhisimage.movie. Hello, Americans. I'm Todd Starnes. Stand by for news and commentary next. No matter your career goals, you want to find a university that provides excellent academics and state-of-the-art facilities at a price you can afford. At Liberty University, they believe a quality Christian education should be available to everyone. That's why they've frozen their tuition rates through the 2021-2022 academic year and offer multiple scholarships, like the Middle America Scholarship, to bring that price point even lower. Learn more by texting STARNS to the number 49596. Larry Elder, the famous talk show host running for governor, was attacked in California the other day. Mr. Elder is a black conservative leading in the polls to replace Governor Gavin Newsom in the recall election. He and his campaign staff were in Venice when they were set upon by thugs. A white woman wearing a gorilla mask screamed racially charged insults and pelted Mr. Elder with eggs. Another staffer was shot with the pellet gun, punched in the face. There was hardly any national news coverage about the incident, no investigations by the FBI, LAPD. By its very definition, though, what happened to Larry Elder is a hate crime and should be prosecuted as such. But as we all know, when it comes to hate crimes, there is clearly a double standard when the victim is a black conservative. My new book, by the way, makes a terrific Christmas present, our daily biscuit, Devotions with a Drawl. You can pick up a copy right now at ToddStearns.com. Oh, Lord, please let me make it. Please, Lord. Come on, come on. 
American Family Association or American Family Radio. I missed the show again. Can't find the time to catch the live shows? No worries. Wait, what? You can listen and download all your favorite shows for free. For free? That's right, for free. Just visit the podcast page on AFR.net. Lord. AFR.net. Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through Him, we have also obtained access by faith into this grace in which we stand, and we rejoice in hope of the glory of God. American Family Radio. This is today's issues. Email your comments to comments at AFR.net. Past broadcasts of today's issues are available for listening and viewing in the archive at AFR.net. Now, back to more of today's issues. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to the radio program, Today's Issues on American Family Radio. I was rushed to get this information out uh, on this story, so I want to make sure I tell you, this is sort of breaking news, the NFL. Their opening game is tonight, Dallas versus Tampa Bay in Tampa Bay. Well, they had a singer, a Grammy award-winning singer, who was set to perform the national anthem. Her name is Victoria Boyd, African-American lady. And uh, she, the NFL has said, uh, we're, we're not going to let her sing the national anthem tonight because she's not vaccinated. Hmm. And that goes against their policy. Now, uh, she cited religious reasons for not getting the shot or some people call it the jab. And so there's an example of someone <clears throat> having their livelihood directly impacted by this uh, decision. That she's Anyway, she said she has her reasons. Uh, let's see if I can find what she said. Well, I don't have her quote here exactly. What do you think about this, Fred? Well, this is part of the cancel culture that we're experiencing right now. And it comes, you know, starts with the Biden administration and uh, is moving through professional sports, in particular the NFL. Is the, are, are, the, are the players having to be vaccinated or not, or they can't play? Uh, is, I, don't, I don't think that's – I think the Players Association is, is saying no to that. Uh, uh, I know recently, Biden. up until uh, today, there has been a policy that basically strongly recommended it be done or players were going to – and coaches – team personnel we're going to have to be subjected to uh frequent testing masks social distancing things of that nature uh, when they're on the uh, team property and stuff like that so they're not forcing them but they're kind of making it difficult for those who don't want to be look i think a uh, compromise here if you want to if you want to say it is uh, just test her just test if she doesn't want to get a test i guess that's another thing but but to just te- give her a test can, can before, I, she, before can I, she goes to the stadium and if she doesn't have COVID, you're good to go. Uh, are they requiring everybody to, who is going to be in the stands? The, the, no. Watch it? Are, are, are no. you required to have a vaccination? No. That's going to depend on where uh, the game is being played and the team policy. I know in Las Vegas, to go to a Raiders game, you have to have received a uh, But shot. college football, no. No, but, it, but, but NFL, you know, when they're, they, got, they got woke. But, but here's the thing with – 
people who sing the national anthem at professional sports, whether it's NHL, NFL, whatever the case. Why couldn't they put a microphone down in the corner where nobody's around and let this wonderful lady with this wonderful talent sing the national anthem and then, okay, you have to leave the stadium or whatever the case may be. But to cancel her that's ridiculous because she's not vaccinated, not willing to take the vaccination, I think that's ridiculous. Seven days ago, NBC said, quote, the NFL has not made the vaccine mandatory for players, but it will not be accommodating COVID-19 outbreaks among unvaccinated players, and it goes on to mention, or mention the things I've already said. What so about? Not mandatory at this time. Okay. So they're not making it mandatory for their players. Then why make it mandatory for this singer? Who crash into one another and are very close quarters. They don't social it's distance ridic- on the just, field, it's, folks. It's, just, it's, it's, a, it's a virtue signaling. Yeah. Just give her, a, if you want to, if you're working, you're going to have, this is Florida. Great Florida still. You're going to have, and I don't know what the NFL's policy with that, if that conflicts with the state of Florida. Uh, but I don't think the Tampa Bay fans are going to be required to provide a, a either a valid or a phony uh, <laughs> vaccine. I think the card. Tampa Bay fans are more excited to see right. how Tom Brady That's and the other people ridiculous. play. I feel, I feel bad for this lady. More interested. Good, good for her for standing up for her convictions, Man. you know. Man. Uh, all right, you're listening to today's issues on the American Family Radio Network. We here at AFA and AFR are proudly pro-life Amen. and have Amen. been as long as we've been in existence. And, Fred, we got a, a program yes. we're supporting. And we got a brother in studio to talk about We're it. excited about it. In studio with us is Greg Buskirk, who is the de- executive director of ICU Mobile from Akron, Ohio. Uh, Greg, great to have you with us, and uh, you're here with a purpose today. Uh, you have a mobile unit, where, and you have 44 of them across the country right now. That's and, correct. And we want to expand that. Tell us a bit about your program. What's it all about? Well, ICU Mobile is a national pro-life uh, movement or ministry, and we have 44 mobiles in about 22 states across the U.S. And our, our purpose is, and our mission is, is pretty simple. We go serve women in crisis, pregnancies. We save lives by using the incredible technology of ultrasound. Mm -hmm. And we share the gospel of Jesus Christ. And that's what we do. And that's what we work with our teams across the U.S. to do. And, uh, you know, since 2016, praise the Lord, we've seen over 12,000 women choose life on the mobiles. Amen. And to me, personally, more exciting is to hear that there have been over 800 women choose Christ on those mobiles. So it's it's just a a great job for me because I got to hear it uh, and see every day what's going on and get the feedback uh, from across the country. It's just just a wonderful experience. I had a, a chance to tour the unit that you have uh, parked uh, outside our, our building here. A beautiful unit. It's kind of, I'm going to say, it, it kind of looks like a Winnebago. Yep. Is that correct? It's um, actually a, a Numar, which is now owned by Winnebago. Okay. Yes. On the outside, that's what it looks yep. like. And inside you go in and uh, you have an ultrasound area in the in these units. And uh, it, it's beautiful inside. How does it work? Do you go uh, to a particular area in a town or a city? Do you announce that you're coming? How does that work? Well, what we do is uh, we work with individual co- 
pregnancy centers because okay. this is more like a, an ambulance that goes out into the into the center, out into the community, and then once they've made that decision for life, they're able to be funneled into the the center for support, whether it be for uh, birthing classes or uh, prenatal vitamins or whatever is needed to help them to move forward in that decision for life. But what we do is we uh, we partner with these centers, and as part of that process, we have a, a program called Nowhere to Go. And what we do in the Nowhere to Go is we look at where abortions are, women having abortions live in the community. And then once we identify where those locations are, we then overlay uh, the uh, the traffic patterns that are happening. And then we start identifying places where to park. Hmm. And so that we're, we, we, we try to be part of their life. We wanna, we wanna reach these women before they're pregnant and be part of their life before that happens because when they, they do become pregnant, they know where to go. Uh, and it's a very safe, secure, and a place that uh, is inviting to them. Well, Tim, what we're uh, here today is uh, to raise money, to uh, expand this ministry, and to buy a new mobile unit, which will be set up in, in Mississippi. That's ex- it's exciting because uh, down in Greenwood, in the, in the southern part of the Delta, um, we've been working with a team down there. And in, uh, if nothing else, they have such a heart for the Lord and wanting to see the gospel spread, but at the same time, save the lives of, of, of babies that are, are uh, being thrown away. So so the idea is you go into a community, you bring the, uh, uh, Fred calls it a Winnebago, what'd you call it? A, it's a mobile unit. A yeah. big mobile unit, and it's got a what inside? A Inside you've got, you've got an, a, an area up front for kind of reception, you've got a nurse's station in the back, you've got a complete uh, exam room with a- Who with comes in there? How do you get people to come in there? Well, we do a number of things, Tim. Uh, First, we uh, we uh, birthing people. I'm talking about <laughs> birthing people. I love that one. Yeah. Well, we do a couple of things. Since, as I said, we 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 are are located and positioned in an area where we know that women that are having babies reside. They do life. You know where they where they shop, where they do things. They see the the mobile. And uh, does it say on there what it is though? Yes. ICU. Some people may not know what yeah, that outside. Means. Yeah, ICU kind of stand doesn't stand for intensive care unit. It stands for ICU baby. So it's kind of subliminal. Oh, I got you. Okay. So we 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 ha- we're, we're out there, and on the outside of the mobile, it's it has the name of the brand, and then it has uh, on the side it says free uh, pregnancy tests, free limited. Okay, it says it on the yep. outside. They yep. know what they're walking into. Yep, and it says walk walk ins welcome. Okay. Okay. Well, wonderful. And so, how many how many people, how many young ladies annually are you able to see? I know all of them don't change their mind necessarily, or uh, but still, a lot of them do. That's the point. Well, some you know, some of them, Tim, are pregnant. Some of them aren't pregnant. So you're you're seeing the full gamut of people, and you and you're not only you're you're touching. The Why life, do they come in if they're not pregnant? Well, they they think they're pregnant, so they come in and they find out they're not pregnant. So uh, it's it's. One of those situations where if they, they, they come on board and they say, I think I'm pregnant, they do a pregnancy test, well, you're not pregnant, but we still have the opportunity to witness to them and, yeah. and, and share Christ. Amen. And, and well, let that. me tell folks, if you want to make a donation to this, we're raising money for, for this, uh, and for this for the ICU mobile. And Greg, did you start this? Is this no, your I didn't. idea? It, it, was, it was started by uh, Sylvia Slifkope. She was the executive director in a pregnancy center in Akron, Ohio, and and. She Which felt, is where you're from. That's where I'm from, and she she was felt she, God was telling her that she should take that um, uh, in, ultrasound technology and take it to the woman. You know, when Christ walked the earth, He didn't so wait for people to come to Him. Right. He went to them. Right. Same same using that as an example, we we go to the women. And How many of these ICU mobiles do you have? We have 44 across the U.S. Really? Yes. 
How much does one of these things cost? It's about 190000 Okay. Wow. You guys, I didn't realize you guys had 44. Yep. Units. 44. In 22 <laughs> states? In 22 states, and, mm. and uh, we have a number in manufacture right now. I tell you, Tim, God's done so much in the last year. This year alone, we're going to be launching eight units, which is the highest we've launched in any one year. What a great months. idea. Awesome idea. Well, it's, it's driving a lot of this, Tim, is that, you know, the face of abortion has been changing. Historically, it has been, okay, you're going to go in for a, a surgical procedure, and if you have a surgical procedure. I had one last year, and I wasn't sure I wanted to have it. I was ex- asking all people about it and uh, getting second opinions. Well, today, women are, are doing surgical procedures. They're sitting in front of a computer screen and pushing a button saying, okay, I'm going to order this pill, and this pill is going to take care of it all. Well, that's one of the most dangerous things they can be doing. So there's a, lot of, a lot of them aren't going to pregnancy centers anymore. So if you're not in their community, you're not where they're doing life, you're going to miss the, the, the opportunity when the life decision is being made. All right, people, it's very simple. You go to AFR.net. You click on the banner on the front page says ICU Mobile, and then you give money. Pretty simple. Huh? Mm-hmm. It's a great opportunity to get involved. I mean, You give money, and we, we help uh, buy another or two or three or four or five more of these units to travel the country and do what Greg's been talking about. AFR.net, AFR.net, AFR. .net. Just click on the ICU mobile mm. banner. It's the front and center of our website, and you make a donation, $10, $20, $50, $100, whatever you can do. What were you going to say, And Greg? I just want to go back to what Greg said a, a moment ago. 12,000 abortions prevented, all right, already. Right. By of, these traveling ICU mobiles. 12,000. Since 2016, just in the last few years. Twelve, But... Even more important, as you say, uh, uh, just as important, even more important, is the eternal souls. Mm-hmm. 800 of these young ladies have accepted Christ because you share the gospel with them. Absolutely. And, you know, so many times the women come on board. I mean, up in Detroit, Susan came on board. She she was uh, distraught. They were showing her her baby, and she got all excited because it was actually waving at her and sucking her thumb. And, and all of a sudden, that, that excitement just crashed into depression because she had had an abortion before and she started to realize she had killed one of her previous babies mm. and at that point the the team surrounded her and, and just lifted her up you know shared with her the hope that's found in christ and she accepted christ so not only did, it was that baby say but yes. she was she has a new hope in christ and a, a new future as well and you know that's that's those type of stories those those type of events when they happen it's just so exciting greg before we let you go here you're gonna well, you're gonna be with us all day, but uh, you hail from the Ohio. Buckeye State, That's Ohio. Right. I brought you some Buckeyes, and you brought me some Buckeyes. Yeah. I just wanted to say thank you. And uh, it says here uh, these are Fannie Mae Buckeye uh, Buckeyes. Been around since 1920. This company yep. has Fannie Mae chocolate. I guess they are quote creamy peanut butter center in our signature milk chocolate. Yep. That that's. That's not really a Buckeye, though, is it? That's no, a that's candy not, Buckeye, no, it's, right? That's a candy Buckeye. A candy right. Buckeye. A real Buckeye falls off trees, yeah, and it's, it's a like nut. a little acorn, right? It's, it's a right, so nut. Okay. Or it's a football player for, <laughs> yeah. the, for, the, for the Ohio State University team or yeah. other sports team. Well, right? I, I thought coming down, and you know, I've been, yeah. I've been listening to AFR. I started listening to AFR uh, personally uh, as our family back in the 1990s when I lived in Wichita, Kansas. And then gotcha. when I, then I moved back into Ohio in the in the late 90s and 
I kind of missed you guys for a number of years. And then we moved and we found out, you know, on TuneIn you can listen to mm-hmm. AFR all the yeah. time. And, and so the last couple of years we've been listening to, to AFR and wake up to you every morning. And I love the, the banter that you guys have over this period of time. You talk about the issues. It's a lot of fun. My wife and I enjoy it quite well, a bit. Thank you, brother. Mm. Uh, by the way, this is authentic. This this uh, this Buckeye candy was made in North Canton, Ohio. That's right. There you okay. go. That's, That's what we're known for. I, I've, I've, I've just been so disappointed in my life to go and try something I thought was native to the mm-hmm. said state and then only to learn. I remember going to Fort Worth to eat at the stockyards. I was going to get a steak there. And I said, uh, you know, I said, this is a. Texas, you know, steak, right? You should know we we get this meat from Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, wow, this is, huh? This is a you guys is that are legal. Tur- yeah, you guys are a tourist trap. That's what you are. <laughs> you you tell me I'm coming to the Texas yeah. stockyards, and then uh, you tell me my steaks from Minnesota. That'd be like Which, Ohio getting fine. candy from Michigan. Duly yeah. noted. Well, that, that would be, be worse. <laughs> 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 that would be worse. Let me think about Michigan. Yeah. And Ohio State, that would be a worse. Thank you, brother. Okay, well, appreciate thank you. God it. bless hey. you, man. We look forward to seeing you the rest of the day. That's Absolutely. Greg Buskirk mm-hmm. joining us. Uh, Alex McFarland is on the phone with us now. Alex joins us most Thursdays, uh, and he's uh, in in the great state of North Carolina. How you doing, brother Alex? I'm blessed. Good morning, guys. Hey, thank you for joining us. Uh, you're going to be on this afternoon with Bert. We're going to be on with Bert. Bert and I are in a series called Prophets, Kings, and Kingdoms. And we're talking about the Old Testament. And we're, we've been looking at the life of Samuel. And so, I got a question for you. Yes, sir. Why did the Israelites keep building the high places over and over again? Because they would get backslidden and they would forget the true God that uh, was not worshipped through idols or high places. But you know what? In a way, that's a Tim. That's a wonderful question because here's the deal: they would fail to pass the faith on to the next generation. You remember it talks about after God uh, delivered them. It says there arose a generation that knew not Joseph mm-hmm. or Joseph's God, and it's incumbent. Uh, it was the Israelites' responsibility, and it's incumbent on every generation to instill faith, family, and freedom, you know? Um, And part of, I I think, what so deeply concerns me about our own nation right now is that we've just not quite passed the baton to the next generation of runners regarding God and country. For those who don't know, uh, maybe you're a new Christian or you're not that never studied the Bible, what I was referring to was in the Old Testament, the children of Israel, which is what the Old Testament is about mm-hmm. and their relationship to God, and the high the, the high places were places where they worshipped idols, basically, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. that, that, but that's, yep. what, that's what they were referred to as high places. And if you read the Old Testament, just, uh, it's just, you know, it's... Uh, Okay, the children of Israel, uh, God saves them. They serve God. Uh, they get uh, lackadaisical. Then they rebel. Then they go to the high places and worship the devil. And then God crushes them. 
repeat, rinse, repeat. It's like they never learn. Mm-hmm. But it, but yeah. you're right. It's like we, us humans, yeah. we we just sometimes we never learn. I'm I'm reading in Ezekiel right now, and it's it's amazing that you with this this issue comes up, because that's why God allowed the Assyrians as far as uh, taking over in Israel, the northern kingdom, and then of course the Babylonians in the southern kingdom. But the worshiping of idols, and God is is so dismayed. He says, "Here I am, the Creator." But you're choosing not to worship me. You're choosing to go out and cut down a tree right. and carve a piece right. of wood, yeah. and then you worship that piece of wood. And I, I, you, when you read those things, Alex, it's just how could you do that? And we're talking about the God of Israel, which showed himself and demonstrated himself mighty. Mm-hmm. Huge ways. In huge ways. Mm-hmm. you yes. got a temple right there in Jerusalem. Yes. Uh, you got the, the prophets of old or all over your country's heritage and the, the name everybody knows the names and yet they still go back to a man-made things you know and some yeah. people may say well gee i don't worship idols i don't stand in front of a a piece of wood and worship it but alex we have our idols here in america today too don't we we worship mm-hmm. the idol of money uh we worship the idol of football teams w- football teams all right what yeah. Whatever, the, whatever the case may be, that we put whatever we put before God is an idol. Talk about it that is. a bit. Talk about that. Well, and and I think in the church and even in in the world of preachers and pastors, we have an idol called respectability. Mm. Because I, I will tell you, to actually call sinners to repentance takes courage, and there are a lot of uh, churches and and pastors. That, that really water things down and they coddle and they, they choose their words so as not to offend anybody. And uh, kind of like us here at AFR. Uh-huh. Just well, really, thank God really, for AFR. Really conscious about that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Thank ahead, God Ed. that AFR is, is one of the few bright lights in the world that has committed itself to being obedient to God rather than uh, respectable in the eyes of man. You know, and and I, I think we've made, um, for lack of a better word, political correctness an idol. Hmm. Not not AFR, no. not people like Robert Jeffers or myself, but um, we, the church, have got to remember that our assignment from our Savior is to proclaim the saving gospel of Jesus. Amen. Amen. I have Chris, a question. You, wanna... uh, you know, like part of me kind of wants to give a little bit of flexibility benefit of the doubt to like the early generations of the israelites that were in the promised land you know their parents didn't teach them what they should have uh Mm -hmm. when it comes to us today we've had the bible for centuries generations we should know these things we should have these problems this should not be a problem what shouldn't be in uh not knowing god not worshiping god the way that we should because we've got countless examples of why you should do this and, and the failures of past generations why is it that you think we are not learning from what God has clearly put out for us to learn from in his word for a couple thousand years now? Uh, that's a great question. Uh, I, I love America. I love the American church. But, but I will say this, that the latter 20th century evangelical world preached a lot about salvation, but not a lot about discipleship. 
And I, I think um, even though America is steeped in Christianity, uh, part of the reason that we're losing it is because um, for, in, not everywhere, but in many church circles, Christianity was pray the sinner's prayer. Uh, and then decades from now, you die and go to heaven. But I think we've got to remind people what they're getting. When, when they come to Jesus, you are committing to a life of being a disciple. And that means you're in church. That means you're growing. That means you have to uh, prioritize your life around the things of God. And so I, I think that for the, latter, the last 50 years of American Christianity, uh, if the gospel was preached at all, it was a gospel light, L-I-T-E, that was big on getting to heaven, but not so much about being a disciple in the here and now. All right. Uh, you're listening to today's Issues on American Family Radio, and uh, that's, uh, you know, Chris, I was thinking about how you were asking that question, <clears throat> why, do, why do people sin? <laughs> Right, mm -hmm. is because you would think we would know better. Right, uh, uh, you know, you think maturity, uh, and and that should happen. Mm -hmm. It should happen. The more you grow in your faith by reading the Bible, you know, going to church, being, uh, you know, hearing Bible teaching on the radio, for example, the more you mature and grow. Yep. The less you should, uh, you know, sin the less you should uh, rebel against God and his mm -hmm. word. But it still happens right, from time to time. But uh, these high places mentioned in the Old Testament, that's where they went and worshipped idols. Yes. And idols can be... Who said football team here? That's Somebody me. said... Mm. Are you want to make a <laughs> confession, Chris? <laughs> well, are you I, worshiping a football team? No, I just... I know that there are some people that look forward... More forward yeah. to Saturday than they do Sunday Chris, service. Are you like myself? Aren't we Mississippi State fans? Uh, yes. Aren't you? <laughs> yes, Okay, sir. then you don't have to worry about worshiping a football team ever in your life. <laughs> well, I, ours is a because baseball Because you will be disappointed. Yes. <laughs> it's the Alabama people I worry about and Oklahoma and Ohio State. <laughs> I'll see they, myself out. They become idol worshipers. All right, we'll be back in five minutes. Stay with us. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.